Welcome. You are listening to Dear Martha, WTF, with Trisha LaVoice. Hi, and welcome to week four of Dear Martha, WTF. Today I wanted to talk to you about taking the things we have in life that are problems, issues, troubles, and how we can look at them differently, respond to them differently, and make good of them. Now, there is a big difference between when someone says, look, if that didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened. It's not that easy. A lot of bad stuff happens in life, and it doesn't turn out good. And I don't like to think that things are meant for a reason and the good comes out of the bad for a reason because a lot of times bad comes out of the bad. I like to think of it that we have control of our own destinies and when a bad situation comes up, it's up to us to choose to make good come from that. I'm going to take a really small example, a small analogy of this today, but of course this concept could reach all aspects of our life. When I was living with Martha, there was a little patch of garden across from her. And one day my very good friend, Barbara Lazaroff, who was very maternal and loving with me and her mother, Ellie, who was such a wonderful, wonderful mother and maternal and loving to all the women in her life. One day, Ellie was diagnosed with lung cancer and it was a very sad and upsetting day. In an effort to make anything kind or nice for Barbara, I told her that I was going to go outside in this garden across from Martha and plant a lot of tulip bowls. It was early October at the time. And I said, by the time these tulips grow, Ellie's going to be better. She's going to get medicine. She's going to do chemo. And we're going to get on the other side of this. So that's exactly what I did. I went across from Martha and I planted these bulbs, which if you take a minute and you think about what an incredible miracle that is, we grew up with it. So we don't think about it a lot. But if you and your adult human thinking mind have never seen anything like it before, and I handed you a little tulip bulb and we dug it and put it in the ground and six months later, this gorgeous flower bloomed. That's just really a miracle and amazing in its own self. But that's what I did. I put all these bulbs, tulip bulbs all around and that winter came hard and I would look outside and just see snow piled up. Temperatures were down four degrees. It was a, a hard winter. But come spring, the tulips started to grow and Ellie was fighting hard. And I would take pictures of the tulips starting to grow and send them to Barbara and try to offer anything optimistic, any love to throw into the situation. 
so about a couple weeks into when all the tulips were growing, Barbara had to be back east, and I was really excited because she was going to come visit, and I would show her Ellie's garden, Ellie's tulips. So one day, I went to pick the kids up from school, and I drove up. It was about five days before Barbara's visit, and the tulips were fabulous, you know, purple, yellow, red, white, all kinds of colors. So I drove up into the driveway, and my heart stopped and my mouth just opened. There were no more tulips. They were just gone. Someone had cut down all of Ellie's tulips. And I walked into the house and I had a woman that was helping me with some cleaning who thought the tulips were on their last leg and thought it would be a great surprise to cut them and put them in vases all over the house. I just didn't know what to do. Now I had Barbara coming to visit and knowing that we were going to share Ellie's garden, but they were all cut down. And I knew also five days later, the tulips in the house would not be in good shape for her. So I photographed them. I photographed them beautifully. We put them on plates. I put them in sunlight. I put them in different vases. We made beautiful, beautiful photographs out of them that I printed and then taped to the back of a card. So we actually made um, greeting cards out of Ellie's tulips. Five days later, when Barbara came to visit, we ha- I had these greeting cards. That I keep saying we because the kids helped me do it. And it was so beautiful because we were able to keep them alive again and again and again and again. It's been years, and I still have all these pictures of Ellie's tulips. We blew up, and I will still go grab one and use it for a greeting card if I need to send someone a thank you or something. So that's a really good example of to you know take a deep breath and allow yourself to be creative and think like, okay, I got a problem here. But what can I do? What can I do with this? A- another example that is much more intense is when my parents were killed in a car accident. I was really angry that I had to experience this, but all the other people in my life didn't. Everybody else had their mother and their father. Everybody else was spending holidays. They grandparents were going to their kids games and I mean just even holding them loving them but I didn't want to be angry so I had to do something that would make the situation how could I come out better if there was nothing I could do to make it go away but how can I be better for it so I worked really hard in taking that pain and trying to let it open my heart and to be better for their loss, for the loss that I suffered. I felt that I could do this. I was giving respect to their death. But it's not always easy. I had support. I know other people in my life that have had major losses and tragedies and they don't have what it takes for reasons that maybe a support team, maybe 
you know, whatever it is, um, and they crumble. And that's just, you know, heartbreaking. Another example of this, which is much more intense, is after my parents died, I was angry. I was angry for a lot of things, but I was angry when I would see my friends with their parents and their grandchildren, and I knew I would never have this. I was never going again to dinner or to lunch with them, and they weren't going to come over and you know pick up my babies and hug them and kiss them. There was so much that I would not have now, but I didn't want to be angry. So I thought of what would be the best thing that I could get that they don't have and I wouldn't have had without this experience. And that was just to allow it to rip me up so bad, open my heart so much that I could come out a better person, more loving. I would hope I did that. I tried really hard. I let go of the anger and I tried to be more loving in my life. I was fortunate at the time to be surrounded by so much love that this wasn't so difficult, but I also had a one-year-old and I needed to get up every morning to take care of her. I needed to show up for her and to be a good mom for her. It wasn't always easy, but without the baby, I don't know, I may have just stayed in bed for the next year and I may have allowed that anger to destroy my marriage and some friendships, but it isn't what happened. I had a bad situation in front of me and I was really cognizant of making it, uh, or not making it because I can't ever say I made it good, but trying to find some good from it. So when you look at your life today, you know, something as small as flowers being cut down a week too early, something as big as a divorce, or a job loss, health, whatever it is, try to give yourself the gift of finding good in it. You do it. You take control. You find the good in it. And that's the best way you can be kind to yourself. It's within us. We have the courage and the strength when we just look inside, just baby steps if that's all you can do. But I wish that for you today. I wish you the strength and courage you need to get to find good in something bad in your life. Have a great week. My love to everyone.